0: Good morning for Thursday, July 28th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Obama pushes optimism, passing the baton. Trump eggs on Moscow in hack of Clinton email. And exhorting the nation to heal itself. We hear a news analysis. In today's national headlines, last charges dropped in Baltimore fatal arrest. Hinckley, who tried to kill Reagan, is to be released. And U.S. will expand tracking of purchases by shell companies. In today's business headlines, abuses by debt collectors prompt new rules. Alzheimer's drug falters in the final stages of trials. And after Ailes' departure, a stony silence at Fox. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Philadelphia. Obama pushes optimism, passing the baton. Reported from Philadelphia. President Obama swept into a boisterous Democratic convention on Wednesday night and delivered a stirring valedictory address that championed optimism in America and passed a symbolic political baton to Hillary Clinton as she struggles to unite their party and win over skeptical and hostile voters. Taking the stage to rapturous roars of We Love You and Yes We Can, Obama praised the contest of ideas between Republicans and Democrats, but argued that the party now led by Donald Trump had no serious solutions to pressing problems, but only resentments and even hate. While this nation has been tested by war and been tested by recession and all manner of challenges, I stand before you again tonight, after almost two terms as your president, to tell you that I'm more optimistic about the future of America than ever before, Obama said. Obama also used his own remarks to try to drive a wedge between Trump's campaign and Republican voters. It wasn't particularly Republican, and it sure wasn't conservative, he said of last week's Republican convention. There were no serious solutions to pressing problems, just the fanning of resentment and blame and hate and anger. Wednesdays signaled a transition for the party. Emotions suffused the convention hall. Some delegates in tears were not ready to say goodbye to Obama yet and others, particularly some liberals and young Democrats, were not ready to accept Clinton as their new leader. Obama's speech, a passionate defense of Clinton's vision and character, did not itself herald the start of a new political era. Clinton has wrapped herself in the cloth of the Obama presidency rather than break with him and offer a new path, like Vice President George Bush's promise of a kinder, gentler nation in 1988 after the Reagan years. The convention's speeches were full of cross-party appeals, as Senator Tim Kaine, the Democratic vice presidential nominee, offered Republicans a home if they felt Trump did not represent the party of Lincoln and former Mayor Michael Bloomberg of New York urged independents to vote for a sane, competent person, Clinton. Kaine, a first-term senator and a former governor of Virginia, paid brief tribute to Republicans and also hailed Senator Bernie Sanders whom Clinton defeated for the nomination, at several points. Vice President Joseph Biden, a party leader beloved by many rank-and-file Democrats, pilloried Trump. No major party nominee in the history of this nation has known less or been less prepared, Biden said. He delighted the audience by saying the Republican does not have a clue about the middle class. While acknowledging that Clinton has her share of critics on the right and the left, The president sought to transfer his prestige and political appeal to his long-ago rival. Tonight, I ask you to do for Hillary Clinton what you did for me, he said. I ask you to carry her the same way you carried me.